0: welcome to rescues the revenue podcast where we educate enlighten and encourage how to improve our quality sleep to grow our business improve your health and wellness i am darnetta d mooring certified sleep science coach certified holistic life coach author national editor of the natural black Unity news and a speaker i am pleased to have my special guest spring jackson winners Circle Child Care Consultant, CEO of Kingdom Kids Child Care, best-selling author and speaker. Welcome, Spring, and thank you for your time and expertise.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm you happy. are
0: so welcome.
1: Now, just briefly, if you could just tell me a little bit about yourself before we get started. So a little bit about me. Like you said, I am Spring C. Jackson. I am the Winter Circle Child Care Consultant. I am in the business of assisting child care owners to scale and grow their business or start anew. They have a great idea for child care. They've been in the child care industry for a while, but they've always longed to be a child care owner. And so I am in the business of assisting Current and future child care owners to um, improve their business or get started. I am a best-selling author. I have been um, on several book projects, and I am have I'm on another one that's coming out this fall. And I am a speaker. And that's just a little bit about also a childcare owner.
0: Okay, great, great. Well, thank you for, for that. Now I'm going to get right to the question. Now, what is okay? I know you. Explain about you being in childcare, but what did you experience? Like, did you start because some people start at home and then they branch out to a daycare setup? So, so mm-hmm. could you just kind of tell
1: just your experience in childcare? Okay, so childcare for me came as, or my ability or my expertise in childcare, um, came as a surprise to me. I took a job <laughs> doing before and after school care for um, a child care center in town and worked there for a while. But my, my actual reason for starting my own child care was just as a, literally out of necessity. I didn't have a working vehicle anymore. And, you know, being a single mom and on public transportation kind of wore thin and got really overwhelming after a while. And so, from that job, I went to in home child care and I started my own child child care in my home and then um it kind of just mushroomed from there i wanted it i wanted it to be a legitimate small business um to establish myself as an entrepreneur and to not be seen as a babysitter and so I did mm. in six years um and it it kind of just took over my house and my life, so <laughs> I always somewhere knew or somewhere inside of me knew that I would be a center owner because I always desire, desired to be a center owner, but mm-hmm. I took a few years hiatus, so I wasn't doing childcare at all, I went to doing some foster care recruiting um, and other different jobs that actually taught me some more things that I would need to know on my road to becoming a center owner and I've been a center owner for almost four years now. So it that did is great. <laughs> it did kind of come in succession. Each different step taught me more, taught me more, and then you know now I am actually on my road to teaching others what I've learned through my experiences over the about the last 15 years. That
0: is great. That is great. Now I do have a quick question. If you don't mind. Now, is, is, is each, do you know, do, is each state, like, I know from Maryland, at least is what I remember, that in home, you could have, like, under six children and only two, if they're under two. So do they have rules and regulation like that, too?
1: Absolutely. a certain and amount of children? And every state, it probably is a little different because you said okay. a certain number. And the number in Iowa where I did in-home child care and from my uh, my investigation and other little experiences is that each state is different. Um, most of them are around about the same numbers once you're at a certain level, but there's different levels to even in-home child care. So that's mm-hmm. what I meant by I wanted my child care to become more than just babysitting. So there's the certain le- the first level where they allow you six children um, at different ages. and then eight children and then 10 children and then 12 children. But then you have to take um, a certain amount of training and different classes to get mm. to those levels to first you have to register at the basic level. You don't have to register. You can have so many children, the state will pay for it. And then at the next level, you have to um, have your um, in-home child care registered. They come in, they see that the area is safe and properly um um, the things that they require are probably properly executed, and then you know have to take training and that kind of stuff. So each level of training, and the more that you know, the more that you can accept, and the more that you get paid out. So, okay, numbers, okay, it's around the same concept for each state.
0: Okay, okay, great, great. Now, why did you decide to become a child care consultant?
1: Um, childcare consulting was just basically it, it's more like divine alignment. It's the next level to what I'm doing and the next level to um where I'm going. And it just is going to help childcare owners or potential child care owners cut across the field. Like I don't know why everything I learn seems to have to be the hard way. But I believe that I learn things by experience so that I can have relativity and be able to share my experience with other people. So child care consulting is pretty much just the next level, the next step. Um, I feel like I can help childcare owners show up as CEOs as opposed to working so hard and always in and out of their child care or daycare so that they can set up their system and be able to have well-oiled machines and don't be as present as Mm. they and i and i say that with not saying that they should just get a daycare set up and and run but that they set up their systems and they have their business working for them and them not working um for the business if that makes sense yes so CEOs and not as the workers separating the the hierarchy there so that they can actually benefit from being able you know putting in the hard work to begin with and then being able to kind of go get back to some fun get their time back get their energy back and increase their revenue Oh, okay great great now the next question
0: do you prefer to work with startups or established childcare?
1: um I would say either it's not really a preference to work with one over the other. I know okay. I have worked in an established childcare because I my first location was me taking over a business that was pretty much failing. The the lady that I bought the daycare from was she enjoyed doing the childcare portion of it. She did enjoy the children, but she was over everything else. Um, she didn't want to. Manage people, she wasn't really into um having to have employees that kind of thing, and me being a manager in other places kind of gave me the knack to be able to handle that, and so my biggest Thing that I needed to learn was the business end and so that's where I tailor my consulting services is toward the business end of childcare. because we can all wrangle children we all love them you don't know, get into childcare if you don't but there was so much that I did not know and wasn't aware of that I would want to share with people and make sure that they don't have such a hard time getting those things together and they can learn from me they can um purchase packages. I have quite a bit of useful information that I had to develop on my own, literally developing paperwork all on my own, not knowing what I needed and what I didn't need. I started thinking that, oh, I do, I thought I had it all together. And then when I got in there, I had the very basics. And so um, just helping childcare owners, whether they be a startup or an established childcare, there are ways to scale and my biggest and most um, important in my eyes package is the standard operating procedures because if you can get your systems together you can get that time and that energy and increase your revenue so either one works for me
0: thank you for listening to rest is your revenue podcast we're going to take a quick break Mentor Tracker is a comprehensive sleep tracking solution from sleep aids that you use before bed to calm you down. Sleep tracking that tracks your sleep, records your snore and detects relevant sleep risks, including sleep apnea. to smart alarms that wake you up naturally. Sleep reports that give you more insight on your sleep quality and issues. And sleep courses and articles that help you improve your sleep health. All these are neatly packed into one app to help people have a great sleep. So scan the QR code with your cell phone, download, and discover more about the sleep app or Mental Tracker with millions of users. I am Donetta D. Morning Wrestling Revenue Podcast, and we have our special guest, Spring C. Jackson, I'm going to continue with the questions. Now, the next one is, do you ever feel like you need to take a net with the children?
1: All the time. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. I'm, I'm, this is something to go over in our meetings, and not just myself, but I, I catch employees doing it as well. <laughs> so I, I literally have to go in our monthly meetings About every other month, I have to remind us that it's unprofessional to, you know, because the children, depending on their age groups, are either on mats or cots during nap time and their um, circle time music, or excuse me, their um, nap time music is going. And boy, is it really easy to get lulled into wanting to take a nap right there with them. But (laughs) it's extremely unprofessional. So, you know, we definitely remind ourselves and others. Our, um, myself and and the employees to not do so. I sometimes I'm in the the kitchen, which is close to one of the classrooms, and I can hear the naptime music, and I'm nodding, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta. <laughs> <say>. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: oh my god, that is funny. <laughs> okay, now okay, now the next question is: as an entrepreneur, what is your sleep struggle?
1: Well, as an entrepreneur. Of course, there um, there isn't that set schedule that is given to you when you are working a nine-to-five or you're working certain um, scheduled hours and that kind of thing, which kind of helps you to be able to, like, you know what time you should go to bed so you can get the right amount of sleep, um, whether you do it or not. But as an entrepreneur, there's really no set schedule. There's no... Um, unless you are disciplined and you set your own schedule and that kind of thing. So one of my struggles is that I just don't have healthy habits that include good sleep patterns. So um, I could be up burning the midnight oil, so to speak, trying to get things done um, and not really giving myself the time to sleep. Um and then just being able to turn your mind off so you can get the rest that you need. A lot of times, as entrepreneurs, it's it's always something else. What did I what did I forget? Did I remember to this? Did I do that? Oh, I forgot I needed to. Let me look at my list. You know, so it's the um, the not really being able to turn your mind off more often than not to get the proper amount of sleep that you need. So as an entrepreneur, I definitely fall into those couple of categories. Okay, well, I have a
0: few suggestions. Treat your sleep like your business. Mm -hmm. Then when you have schedule and you have certain time, you can do the same for your sleep, even if it's not the exact same time. I always say, give ourselves some grace, give ourselves some m- mercy. You might not go to bed at nine o'clock. You might say between nine and ten, or nine, or between nine and ten thirty. Well, whatever mm-hmm. time. And then the other thing is, you can be a little flexible. You know, yes, you know, people working from home or people who work full time or retire or whatever. You know that you could still have a structure schedule but to just a little more flexible and then also one of the main things is boundaries sometimes boundaries is not always with somebody else boundaries Mm -hmm. is with ourselves first it's just like you know um you have to the same way as you wouldn't want someone to interrupt you if you're trying to do something that's important well don't allow would don't do things that would interrupt your sleep pattern so Mm -hmm. like like for example when you mentioned about the the midnight um about um having things on your your mind depends on how you prefer you can write it down you can have um there's a free program that that i use called asana a-s-a-n-a and it's a simple Mm -hmm. project management tool and they have a lot a lot out here that you can do it on Google Docs. I mean, it's so many places. But you can do it on a spreadsheet. So you Mm -hmm. can just put things on there, but you have to remember you can't get everything done in one day. So that's the whole purpose of getting it out right in a day. Say we have lesson plans for the children. You have a lesson plan to to get things out your mind, put it on paper, type on the computer, or wherever that's more convenient. Before you and then where you could deal with the next day or maybe it, it could be two days or it could be a week that everything is not something you can get to that day you know at times you might you know I I, I kind of do a combination of both but I'm just a double take kind of person and I, I, I do follow up as far as not with other people but also myself so I, I have something I write with but also I use the software both so sometimes I'll write things down but then it's just like, you know what? It's not the time for that. I'll put that, that, that that's later. You know, I'm not ready for, for for that. But if not, then that could be weighing on my mind, and every night because I feel like I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Because, you know, you need right. to have the energy to deal with the children, you know, so you can be he- healthy. But it starts with, Change your mindset and start thinking differently and start taking baby steps. And, and, and always, I, I'm a 21 day person, at least a minimum, okay. at least do something for 21 days. Because I always say it takes 21 days to create and break a bad habit. And I do truly believe you can do it both at the same time. So it's just like, at least start with, okay, I'm going to do something small at night. I'm going to write down what I need to do tomorrow and just do that every day. Every night for at least 21 days, then that will become a habit. You know, so mm-hmm. so try, you know, so try that. So those are just some suggestions that I have as far as trying to improve your sleep struggle, and then also a nightly routine. Would give yourself grace. You know, it doesn't have to be the exact time, but
1: at least a, you know more of a window of time. Awesome, awesome. That would be very helpful, also for my consulting. Um, clients as well to kind of explain that out and um, use that as a tool for them as well because the idea is to get back your time and your energy and sleep gives you that energy back and you know that setting up a pattern of what you do daily and how much time you give yourselves to do each task would really help so I'm definitely going to take your suggestions and then possibly um if you would mind maybe bring some of your expertise to my team as well or my okay. clientele as well that would be awesome
0: okay great great we definitely can talk about that so i'm so glad that you see that because sometimes people can't so and and also i feel it was good to give more than one because you know at least that way that you can choose, okay, but this is the one I want to at least, least try first. And, and right. always say, you know, when someone gives 10 tips or 12 tips, that's too, too many. At least start off mm-hmm. with three and then choose one because then you have so many and then you're like, I don't know what to choose. And then you know why I'm not doing anything. So I'm, right. I'm glad that you see that. And, and it, it will get better once you become conscious and then you make sleep a make sleep a priority. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. Ma'am.
1: Actually, a lot better. Yeah. Okay, good, good, I really just need some rest, and I'm so busy with turning the mind off. So your suggestions were wonderful.
0: Okay, good, good. Once again, thank you for staying with Rescue Revenue Podcast. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Donetta D. Moring. I want to share with you my new book, 21 Days to Improve Your Sleep, Hygiene, and Lose Weight. It's a great book that provides guidance, tips, and techniques on how you can become more mindful, gain energy, and become more productive to grow your business. I appreciate you. purchasing my book on Amazon, or you can go to my website, Donetta D. Mooring, which is D-O-N-E. A T A D M O O R I N G dot com. Thank you for your support. Thank you for staying with our special guest, Spring C Jackson. Spring, I appreciate you taking your time and sharing all your valuable information with our listener audience. If you can please share with us how we can contact you.
1: Thank you so much for having me again. I, it was a pleasure. Um, I can just be found at on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, IG, Pinterest, at Spring C. Jackson, as well as I invite anyone that um, wants to join my Facebook community. And it, the title of it is Circle Time with Spring C. Jackson.
0: Great. If someone would like to reach out to, to me, the best way is Donata10k.com, which is D-O-N-A-T-A, the number 10k.com. That's where you'll be able to find my website, all my podcast episodes, services I offer on sleep, health, fitness, and wellness, including all my social media platforms, and so much more. Once again, Donetta10k.com. Remember, sleep heals.